Yeah. He's still not back, is he? No. no. Right. Um, Welcome to Chappelle Paul Cast is not with us 16. today. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the Chappelle Cast, a podcast uh, roughly about Doctor Who. When it wants to be. I'm Dan. When it wants to be. I'm Dan. Hi. And is this Paul returning <laughs> to us again? He's not saying anything. Okay, and this week we're talking about the Christmas carry on with the podcast from 2005. Though for some reason my brain wants to say six, but obviously it's it's not. Um, yeah, it's set in 2006, though, isn't it? Because of the yeah, year forward. because they have a year forward, and then in series two, oh, yeah. they catch up with themselves. So by that Christmas, it's in line with each other. I think. Yeah. Um, the sound is going to be a bit off for the first few minutes while I sort everyone's levels out. Um, mm-hmm. But how's everyone's week been? Uh, I was okay. I had a, uh, my second COVID test today. How did that go? It turns out I don't have it. Good. Um, yeah, which means I can return home for Christmas. Well, uh, you can return home for Christmas now. By the time you actually do, you may have COVID. I might in the time that's between how the test works. In the time between now and the 21st, I might get COVID. Um, yeah. But all I can say about that is, uh, fuck you, granddad, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else happened this week? Um, yeah. How, about, how are you two? I've done fuck all. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I've watched the Star Wars films, I think. All of them? Except Solo. Okay. So you even watched The Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. That's the only one I haven't watched yet. I'm so weird because I I really like Rogue One and people tend to not like Rogue One. Um, No, I like that one. I mostly like Rogue One. There's bits that I don't like, but... But uh, I haven't seen... I find it hard to invest in some of the characters, Mm. but... Yeah. So... So you've never seen episode nine? I haven't seen episode nine. And I haven't seen solo. Those are the ones that I don't think are worth my time. From what no, I've heard. episode nine is really shit. Yeah, it's hit or miss. Really, it's, it's mainly really good bits in it. Um, it's so bad. Me and my friend a few months ago attempted to rewrite it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we even wrote a few scenes. Um. And those the the two completed scenes we had were better than anything in episode nine, and we're well, idiots. You would say that. No, but we're shit at writing, and yeah, they were better yeah. than anything. Fans in could do nine. better in this case. Um, yeah. What I will say about episode nine is it completes the J.J. Abrams story, but not the sequel story. Yes. I don't know. I've not seen it, but I guess that's a fair assessment. Well, you've got what J.J. Abrams started in. Seven. You then get what Colin was it Colin Travolo? Co- yeah, Colin Trevorrow. That's what our script was loosely based on. In episode eight, and then you get J.J. Abrams going, "No, I don't like what he did. Fuck all of that." In episode nine, mm-hmm. which if they actually stuck to their guns, I think it would have been a nice story. But no, they got cold feet, got J.J. Abrams in, and J.J. Abrams went, "Oh, you did all of you got rid of the Knights of Redmore now." They're I, yeah. uh, I realised the other day that um, Rogue One, for me, I don't know why it reminds me of it so much, is it, it makes me think of Lord of the Rings meets Halo Reach. <laughs> like, you know everyone's going to die, uh, but it's such an interesting journey that they're all going on. Yeah. Literally. Um, 
yeah. and the Darth Vader scenes at the end are just they're just great. Yeah, yeah. I love that film. Um, hmm. I did see someone talk to someone the other day, and they were saying that they actually wanted the guy who played uh, Moff Tarkin in Rogue One because obviously he's under all the CG and stuff that he could be a Admiral Thrawn in live action. Oh, it's, yeah, I saw it's that. The guy from Casualty. Which have, you, have any of you seen the episode of Mandalorian a couple I've, weeks ago? I have not seen any of the Mandalorian, and I really want. Okay, well, spoilers, spoilers for the Mandalorian. Spoilers for the Mandalorian. Thrawn might be coming in live action. Yes. Yeah, I've seen some speculation, like some fan casts and stuff like that on Facebook. Um, yeah, because that's cool. Like the fan cast that I've seen that I agree with is. Uh, Lars Mikkelsen, I think his yeah, name is. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, the guy yeah. who voices him. Yes, he's very good. Um, because so this he's is got a... sort of like that jaw structure as well. Facial structure of him. Yes. Um, this is becoming a very good Doctor Who podcast. Yes, yeah, this is a podcast about Doctor Who, allegedly. Did you um... watch anything other than Star Wars? Or is it just all of it? Uh, Indiana Jones. Ooh. The three original mummy films <laughs> and Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who. What a wonderful segue! Nice. Oh, and I also watched some news. Some news. Wonderful. Um, well, as is becoming my catchphrase, um, there's not much news this week. <laughs> and no one can say otherwise because the two people that always agree with you are right here, and the person who disagrees <laughs> with you on that is not here. Yeah, it turns out it's really hard to find out news just about one TV show every week when there generally yeah. isn't news about it. Especially um, when they just dropped a lot of news the week before. Yes, yeah, I'm very much picking at scraps this week, uh, so bear, bear with me. Um, so the first bit, there was uh, Mandit Gill had an interview with the Radio Times about... Uh, Series thirteen and coming oh, back for it cock. and what we can expect. Oh, what what was wrong? To play the news jingle. Oh no! Wait, I'll stop talking about the news. I'll play no, the news jingle. We're already we're already in now. Oh, it's too late. We don't have to edit it. In. We're too we're too far gone. I He's not going to edit. We're no too far gone now. This week. But go on, Mandip Gill. What was she saying? Um, yeah, she was talking. About the reason she hasn't left is she is still enjoying it. She doesn't think. Uh, Yaz's journey, whatever that was, is and, complete. And in the words <laughs> exactly. of Mr. Krabs, it's money. Not complete yet. <laughs> um, uh, she said, yeah, she said this. Uh, I just thought I'm not ready for this journey to end. Why leave something when you're enjoying it? It's working and there's development. I don't know when it will end for me because as a person and as a character, there's so much to explore. Um, I've not done any of it yet, but there, yes, there is stuff yeah, to there certainly is stuff to explore. Uh, poor Yaz. Well, no, she she also talked about that and hinted that um, perhaps they're going to go more into character because she's probably going to be the only companion next series. Um, yes, yeah, she also said we we start to see Yaz with her mental health storyline last series and start to see Yaz a little bit what more. That was meant to be apparently. Um, so. That can sort of be explored a little bit further. There's room now to explore that. It never probably... Hang on, I'm saying this one. It never probably felt like the right time to do it before, so I'm looking forward to it. So it seems like Yaz might get some character development next series. I'm all Yay. for that. She She's definitely my favourite part of this current era. 
if we're picking specific things. Is that sarcasm? No. Okay. I, I understand like she's Liam. been completely useless through most of series 11 and 12, but um, mm-hmm. if, if you were going to say to me, right, two out of the current team, which does definitely feels overcrowded, by the way, uh, if yeah. you've got to get rid of some, you've got to keep one, I'd absolutely choose Yaz. Mm-hmm. Because she's got the most interesting stuff going on that you could go with. They've not done anything okay, interesting yeah, I with understand. her, yes, but the stuff yeah. they could go with is is way more interesting than. Okay, I yeah, yeah I agree with that actually. Um, what do what do we think? Um, I might regret bringing this up. What do we think about uh, Thasmin? Not the I, li- uh, I like not the explicit artwork, just the the idea of their. Oh relationship. wait, hang on, <laughs> I misheard that. I mi- Thasmin. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I know, I know, I know what that is. Not the, uh, I, I'm not talking about the, the graphic side of it. I just mean the, um... the the concept of the ship as a whole. Yeah. Um, I can understand why people have, um, like put that together. Like, like, there's there's certainly stuff Yaz has said in the other series that you could, um, loosely interpret, interpret as, yeah. But you can um, loosely interpret loads of stuff Yaz does because it's not ever because it because because she doesn't have a character. I mean, yeah, she doesn't time, have a character, and there's nothing to like be consistent about with it. I think it mostly spawns from Arachnids in the UK, where they meet Yaz's mum, and it's just like, "Oh, you're dating," uh. and then it's just like drawn from spawned from that because it's like, "Oh, are they?" Ooh, yeah. we don't know. It's tricky to tell what, what Chibbers was thinking when he did that, whether he was just the getting us to... hasn't really had um, a romantic attack, attraction in my eyes to a companion since quite probably a Rogue. See, I was going to say, yeah. um, my like, my view on it overall is, as long as long I'm all for it, as long as it isn't as sickly as Rose and Ten. Yeah, like I think had... that really put me off the idea of a doctor companion romance yeah because it was very make it a bit more like because i mean the eighth doctor and grace is pretty romantic in the tv mm-hmm. movie but obviously they don't get a lot of time to kind of develop that it's very spur of the moment so there's kind of two extremes there just find a nice if they're gonna do it yeah i'd rather they don't go crazy and piss everyone off but also i'd like for them to mm. explore that kind of angle of because this doctor we've not seen what she's like with um one person you know chan- like i'm gonna try yeah. how do i phrase this without sounding like a pervert it's weird <laughs> um we we haven't seen her engage with the fact that she's a woman and yes yeah the way the doctors always treat the tardis for example um you know matt smith literally calls it sexy okay but Matt he Smith always... would fuck the TARDIS if he could. I think he did. The yeah. and the, the deleted scene from the Doctor's wife. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and, and we, we always see him react with, like, the way he interacts with his old girl, in quotes. Um, yeah. But with this Doctor, she just uses it as a bit of kit. And, yes, she does talk yeah. to him yeah. a bit. Um, but, you know, there's... It, I, I don't know. There, there is stuff to like explore a there. Pet now than a lover. Yeah. Mm. Like... It's sort of how my when I the doctor walked into the TARDIS at the end of Timeless Children and it responded. Then it's the same way my cat responds when I walk it home, walking from work, and it's just like, "Hello, how are you?" Scratching there it behind the ear. There was a bit of there was a bit of it at the end of Ghost Monument. Yeah, when they get work, Timeless like, Children come to Daddy stuff. Yeah, um, but I think I, I think, think it's used. I think that lately the TARDIS is a ship. 
yeah. by definition. I, I think in terms of like Yasin 13, I kind of hope they don't go in that direction. But really, because I'm just not a massive fan of Doctor Companion rom- romances. No, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. My favorite companions definitely tend to be ones where they're just mates. So Donna and Amy and Rory. Uh, yeah, no, I understand that. Also, we've seen. Yeah, Mo- no, Martha. Martha was great, but she was. It was always a bit. Oh, I love the Doctor, but he doesn't. She love was. Me. Well, she was what, the what rebound. She was the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He was trying to get over Rose, so he just got her, and he didn't realize. How horrible he was being to her. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of uh, we we could get really deep into this, but I don't think we will. Yeah. Have we got any <laughs> any other stuff to talk about? Um. Uh, we definitely have. Like where's well, Paul? No. Um. Remember in episode three when I we talked about the announcement of a digital trading card game. Now that was my no. favourite moment from this podcast ever. <laughs> so yes, it's always been on my mind. <laughs> um, I've always been wondering when is he going to expand on that. Well, well, it's out now. Yes. Uh, that's the news, really. That's basically it. Um, yeah, you can buy the <laughs> cards now. Uh, you'll be able to trade them next year. And also the trade, the game will come out next year as well. Wait, so you can only buy them now? Because I didn't, you can only buy them I didn't look at it. I think... Why have they done it then? I think you can only buy them. I think this is what they were trying to do, is... You can only buy them now, and then they're going to stop, like, stop allowing you to buy them to create because it's all a digital card game. It like having a limited period where any of them can be bought creates like a scarcity of them. So there's a point to trading and great makes them have value. I don't know. It's free to play. Most trading card games. I don't know, but it's free. (laughs) Let's face it, though, it isn't free. The BBC have gone full EA on this, and they've got little. um, They've got like platinum packages and the Tardis package. Mm -hmm. Weird. But let's say Uh... you are a child without a smartphone, and you get a smartphone for your birthday, which is early next year. Once mm-hmm. the game is out, and you can't buy them, but you yeah. like Doctor Who and you like Pokemon, so this is the thing for you. Only digital and shit. Yeah. Well, um, I, now... And then you can't buy it, so you can't theoretically play it, because you can't buy the cards to trade with people. Yeah, I, I might be wrong about that. For a trading card game. I might be, I'm going to have to check the news from episode three. I might have wrote, written about it there. Oh. It's... Uh... It's not very interesting, really. But, um... Dear God, do I need something to talk about? <laughs> uh... What did I write about yeah, keep, the thing? Keep stalling for time so that... Um, keep stalling for time. Paul has enough time to get back to make it to the main topic. Because <laughs> he'll be very annoyed if he doesn't. Yeah. Um... Is it in here? I've just got an advert for that very... I went on Facebook then which I'll admit I do a lot during the podcast nowadays. Nowadays, I uh, just open up apps. And mm-hmm. the first thing to come up in my Facebook feed is Doctor Who Worlds Apart. Oh, so what it is, it's um, there's a limited number of packs available for sale. Not not that they stop going out. They, you don't, they don't stop selling them, but they sell a certain amount. 
you want to know the price? And stop making them or something. I don't know. Go on. What are the prices? So okay, <clears throat> it's in dollars. Wonderful. Um, the the core pack, which has a picture of uh, Judy Whitaker regenerating, I think. Yep. No, it doesn't. It's someone else, but I can't see. It's too small. It's someone else regenerating. Four ninety nine, not four hundred ninety nine. That's four dollars ninety nine cents. Uh, premium pack, which has a picture of a Dalek. Uh, that's twelve ninety nine, not one thousand two hundred ninety nine dollars. That's twelve dollars ninety nine cents. <laughs> the uh, exclusive pack with a picture of a weeping angel on, because you know, exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. That's twenty nine ninety nine, not two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, but twenty nine dollars ninety nine cents. And the uh... <laughs> I love this. The TARDIS pack is the last one. Um, that's twelve, isn't it? What? The person regenerating a pack one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I can't see. It's too small. Uh, the TARDIS pack, which is a very specific price. Are you ready for this? Oh, God. $196.30p. Who decided that was a... What? Like, all of them are, you know, four ninety nine, twelve ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine, and then $196.30p. Uh, Weird. Uh... Um, Mm-mm. just looking, just browsing now. There's core where frames. Is it, where are you looking at the prices on? I just clicked on the ad. And then it oh, says okay. purchase packs. It does feel very video game microtransaction. Some of the artwork's mm-hmm. really bad. Some of it's really nice, though. Uh, there's also, like, 13 different frames for the cards as well. I've just found get. those now. You can get silver, yeah. gold, yeah. black diamond, it's... standard, or bronze. It's really oh, weird. there's more. Oh, there's a weeping oh, angel. Blood. Okay, there's weeping oh, angel. Weeping Bronze angel, Dalek, Cyber warrior, Silurian, White Point warrior. Star. How weird. That's very what? specific. Or White Point Star. That's one of the thirteen iconic things from Doctor Who. They yeah, chose. we all love the White Point Star from the end of time. <laughs> was it even from the end of time? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, end of yeah. time. Yeah. I remember that because it was just this random. He, he just so goes, weird. and I have a thing now, and I've thrown it. You know what that is. That's and a I'm white Timothy point Dunn. star. As if everyone yep. at home is going to be like, holy shit. Oh, shit. He's, th- he's not a white point star. Here we are. I've found it. Purchase packs now. Are you buying some? No, I'm just looking at it. Okay. God, yeah, just, that is a weirdly don't specific... don't feel intimidated by the price, because it is, in fact, for example, the exclusive pack with the Weeping Angel on the front. It's twenty nine dollars ninety nine cents, not two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Just so you know. I'm okay, glad you so clarified there, that. there is a quote on the website in the frequently asked questions. Oh, why oh. should I buy these cards now? <laughs> All cards in the presale are limited edition and will only be available during the presale period. After the presale period sale ends, we will stop producing these packs. After that point, the only way to acquire Doctor Who Worlds Apart digital cards is by trading them on the marketplace launching soon. Okay. So that means if you don't buy them now, you don't have anything to trade with. It's, yeah, it's odd. I've figured out why it's White Point Star. I get it. Right. So they've got, like, the alien frame, so it's like a Weeping Angel or a Dalek or whatever. Yes. And then there's the, like, standard bronze, silver, gold, black diamond... And then instead of having a diamond frame, if you, if you look, the diamond frame, black diamond frame is the same shape as the white point star. Yes. So the white point star is a stand-in for a diamond frame. I'll be honest, 
um, with the people that this is targeted at, I mm. don't think a lot of, definitely not the current Doctor Who fan base, is interested in a trading card game, digital or not. Yeah. It's not it's... a collectible thing anymore. People don't rush off to the news it's agents for so match attacks. weird. Match attacks, top trumps, uh, go-go's crazy bones, they've all died. Oh, do you remember them? Yep, well, I'd they live. might have, or it might have been we've stopped doing them. I'll have to... I'll, we'll have to you see know, I should ask my... I should ask my uh, brother. That's a great if idea. If that kind of stuff is. If you're going to buy them, let us know, and let us know which one and why. Not going to buy them at all. Any of this means. No, I didn't mean you. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, you're talking to the audience. I'm talking to the listener. Oh, you're yeah. engaging, engaging you with the audience. Sat right there. <laughs> or stood. I wonder you when Paul's going to. A up. founder's token. I don't what think. The f- fuck is that? It's um basically it looks like an in-game currency sort of thing. Oh no! But become a founder. Founders tokens are minted and stored on the blockchain. Lovely wording. Founders tokens are ERC seven two one Ethereum NFTs and can be traded in secondary markets in the future. Only one thousand nine hundred secret tokens will ever exist. Is this Paul? Paul, are you back? Uh, Paul. Yep. You know me. You've joined Yay, us halfway through. The, well, towards the end of the news. Don't know so what you... happened, but I was on me. I was on me phone, weren't I? Uh, you and were then, for a bit, yeah. And then, like, I rejoined. I had to restart my computer. Well, I rejoined on on my computer without leaving on my phone, and then it, it just broke broke the headphones on my computer. So, huh. like, when you spoke, it would come out as like crackle down my earphones. That's weird. Then when I played the video on YouTube, it did it. So I restarted it, and then rejoined on my phone. And then when it restarted, it reconnected me to this, and the same thing happened. So for ages, I was trying to figure out how to do it, and all I needed to do was restart it again, but not, not like join on a different device, and then it, it fixed them completely. So, well, you're back now, and just in time for the last bit of the news. Oh, oh no, that was the last bit of the news. You're just about, in time about... for the end of the news. Yeah, are you sure? Cards. Yes. Yeah, have you got any hot takes on the cards or Thasmin? Um, well, uh, just one thing I need to uh, point out. So there was that TARDIS pack, which was the most expensive one. The $196.30. Oh, dollars thirty cents. yes. Yeah. Now, not, if you click on that... That's not 1963 <laughs> I don't know. Just, just... Like, so... On each of the packs, they have, like, buy one, or two, or three, or, all or five, or ten packs. So if you click pandemic. it, they, they genuinely have, like, an option to buy ten packs of the TARDIS packs, which brings you to a total of $1,963. Bargain. What the fuck? So, I haven't looked much into it. But these are pure digital, like, there's no physical ones at all. And mm-hmm. they want you to pay money for them. Not like back in the day when you'd buy a physical one and get, like, a digital one or something for free or whatever. They won't sell. Like I was saying before, I, don't, yeah, I can't no, think... This is... I know a lot of people in this in this fandom now, and I, don't, I can't think of a single one who will genuinely buy any. I mean, when I won't buy it, you know, it's shit. Yeah. Uh, right, my brother's replied to me. Um, he said that basically kids his age, he's uh, 13, so kids his age really don't. He hasn't done any of that stuff since about year four. Yeah. So since he was about eight. 
The only uh, so person I know who plays online card games is my mate Matthew, and it's Pokemon ones. But you don't have to pay for them. You just you get them when you buy the actual packs of cards. Pokemon as well oh. is such a different thing that it's like yeah. Because like the Doctor Who ones, it's like Fear Factor Eight, and you're like, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. Scary. That's nothing. It's yeah. scary. Scary. Add the post Fear Factor to what? Be none of anything, wouldn't it? Uh, right, that's all the news. That's all yeah. the news. Is that all the news? Oh, damn, mate, I was... There was nothing. No. I was looking for anything to put oh, on the news. news. Not, not, not news, news, but news. Oh, there's a fucking big finish cover. Nope. Oh, it's a big finish cover. Should we look at the big finish cover, Paul? No, it's, um, Sasha the Harn, the one. Um, uh-huh. Gave a shout-out to Ace Creeper's... Young Minds charity live stream. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to explain that? So Ace Creeper, um, my best mate. He does good much. work. He does. He's he's my favourite Doctor Who YouTube. Well, I don't know. It's it's him or Davis. The only thing I watch. And uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, Dom. <laughs> Dom's my my my, fr- my mate. I'll, I'll hold my hands up for that. But I, I've I've seen a few of his videos. But anyway, so I think Dom's involved, actually. So um, he's done a 12-hour charity live stream where he arranged different things to do for 12 hours. And one of them was like an audio play um, for the master regenerating into... What Basically, what happened after um, the Doctor Falls, showing both masters regenerate. Um, and... A bunch of other stuff. And Sasha the Hans basically like give her a shout out on his Instagram, I think. And then he's just uploaded the video then about all, all the cameos in it. He got um Benny from series twelve. Yeah, the guy that plays Benny is involved. Oh my. <laughs> and and he got Tech Tayun. Classic character Tech Tayun. Um, I'm not sure who else. I just popped in just then, like to see if my audio was working and seeing Tech Two, and I was like, "Wow!" He also got Dash the One and Milo Parker. Oh yeah, is he? Um, the the shout out to Milo Parker is voicing a oh. version of the Master in the upcoming Masterful Big Finish story, which comes out in January, I believe. Me and Paul wow. will probably talk about it because we both pre-ordered it. The Young Master. Yes. I haven't pre-ordered it just yet. I'm absolutely brassic. But it um, can pre-order it. Didn't stop and me from one did one as well. Because yeah. Radio Times picked up his bit saying about his mental health bit, which then got more eyes on it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. The Christmas involved. <sighs> The, yeah. Yes, should we talk, we talk about... So th- this is the start of us talking about a Christmas episode for each Doctor. We yes. should mention this is a Doctor Who podcast. We've mentioned that. We've mentioned oh, that. Uh, we did, we've done everything. Yeah. We, we've we're straight in now. Did you let them know that we're also human people? Nope. Right, well, you, you not keep... Human? It's not because you're saying this, Paul. But I... It, 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 you should say what the podcast is about at the start of a podcast. If you listen to any podcast ever, they go, Hello, welcome to this podcast. This podcast is about this. Let's get on things. Not really. No, they, they don't do. say it half an hour into recording. No, they we... don't. They don't. 
But the they we- do introduce the concept of the podcast at the start. The weekly planner doesn't open every week. Yes, they do. They say this is a podcast about comics and movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they do. But, um... Taskmaster the podcast doesn't Yes, they do. Week. They say this is a oh, podcast no, about doesn't. the... He, they do, and they say you can watch Taskmaster on Channel 4. And they do. All podcasts introduce what the podcast is about at the start. We're not a proper you have Because you have to assume that the... We won't any, do every that, you bitch. <laughs> you have to assume that every episode is the first ep- someone's first episode. So you have to introduce what the podcast is about. So people don't have to figure it out halfway through. So um... there's a podcast about the Christmas invasion and David Tennant's in the thumbnail. And I know that there's a fucking Christmas invasion after the doctor. No, the audio has to stand by itself, Paul. It does a bit. So what was everyone's thoughts about the Christmas invasion going into the the rewatch? Sorry, Cameron. What's the Christmas invasion? Can you specify? Is it? Is it? Paul, oh, we'll come to Liverpool and kick you in the dick if you don't shut up. <laughs> yes, Tier three lockdown, be damned. What? I'm on Why are you eating? This is a podcast. Hey, come on, Paul. Have some professionalism. Be, be a, be a, get professional. Be a, be a. Oh no, that's unpleasant. Please stop. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So is the it question. the same? Is it the same shot that opens Rose at the start of this episode? Yes. That's the first thing I realised. Yes, Took me too long to know it's that. I can't remember what the shot is. It was it of the Earth. Earth in like, London. From... Yeah, classic, classic Russell T Davis. Ooh, four times in his era. Before we <laughs> hop into the episode, they remake itself, it twice. Um, have, have any of you watched? Um, well, it's the Children in Need special, but it's been dubbed Born Again by all the fans. Oh, the, they... the like in between. Is that board? the Barcelona I... one? Yeah, I haven't seen one. that until just last week. I've, I've, I've always wondered why he says let's go to Barcelona and then rocks up on the Paulus Thief. It's quite nice, but um, the the weird I, thing is, is because it, it's a charity thing, they can't put it on a, they can't really put it on DVDs, can they? Because it's then a, pro, it's making profit. Uh, mm. It's weird. You could always give profit to. It's on YouTube. It's just yeah, they it. they usually put them on YouTube, don't they? Mm. Even if it's not the legal bit. That's weird, <laughs> that way. Uh, I should have I should have watched that actually for the. Have you never seen it or have you? Not I don't it? know if I have. I must have. I must have seen. I, it. I genuinely someone sent me it on. Well, tweeted it on Twitter. He didn't send me it personally. But um, I, I seen it and I was like, as if I'm getting new David Tennant content in twenty. Well, it's not unheard of in twenty twenty, but like new films from two thousand and five David Tennant content. Mm. Blew my mind. I was yeah, like, it's, well, a, it's a lovely little clip. It is sickly. That really oh, summarises how they're how they're feeling and I, I like um the bit where she where he's like, Do you want me to change? And she's like, Yeah, and he's like, Oh, oh. <laughs> and she's like and he's like, No. And she's yeah. like, Oh I'm having a look at it now. Yeah, he's gonna watch it. I can watch it with him through his the lenses on his glasses that are kind of bouncing off. <laughs> so we can all watch it together. Me uh, and Cameron have shit lens that don't reflect anything. Mine are hollow, it's just a frame. Uh, okay, that's da- that is David Tennant. David Tennant there, he's on his way to Barcelona. This is technically a reaction video now, so we're going to get loads <laughs> of views. <laughs> it's just me, completely silent while, while the video plays in the corner, and then I go... 
Oh, yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Uh, so don't forget to sub uh, subscribe. Oh, and that like. reminded me of the. I have to write it down as a video idea I had. It is on the DVD. Oh, is it? Oh, cheeky. Yeah. It's on the Series 2 one. Special features that children need special. Oh. Beyond again. I was uh... Bjork again. <laughs> do you know do you know the ending of Ford's in it on it? Um Wow, what is it? It's the end of series three where the Titanic crashes. Yeah. Uh yeah. Voyage of the Damned. Well yeah, when I no no. I mean when it crashes like the cliffhanger leading into Voyage of the Damned. Oh yeah. yeah. I could I could place that scene anywhere because when I was a kid I remember watching it in, in the episode it's in, which is um um, Last of the Time Lords. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, cause yeah. I was trying to think of the series two finale. Um, yeah, and then there's the time crash one as well. Yeah, it's it's weird. Where I really I... enjoy that time crash is like. Yeah. Is technically like hidden in a shot in, um, Last of the Time Lords. Yeah. So like then, whenever I think of like that cliffhanger. I think of the doctor getting like crying in the TARDIS after he leaves Rose on Bad Wolf Bay, and I'm like, it could be there. And then, like, because I've seen it, like in the episode, and then in that time crash thing, I'm like, what? How many? So I, when I was a kid, I used to think, oh, that'll be at the end of this episode, and then I'd, it, then, then I'd be like, where was it? Because it, 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 it literally could pop up anywhere, and I'd be like, mm. yeah. Uh... Yeah, did one of us ask what we thought about this before we started watching? I feel yeah. like that was a question that was asked and never... Yes, and then I said I was going to kick Paul in the dick if he didn't shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember enjoying this when it came out. I remember enjoying it on rewatches. Um, it had been a long time since I'd seen it. Uh, I enjoyed it overall. It is, it's a good episode. It's yeah. probably one of... It's probably the best David Tennant Christmas episode. I thought you were talking about the ch children in need thing still. No, no, we're talking about the Christmas invasion. Do you know that, Paul? Um, well, I've missed half the episode. Uh, that is a shame, isn't it? Um, it is. Yes. Uh, so you think it's the best David Tennant Christmas special? Probably. What else is there? We've got Runaway Bride, Voyage of the Damned, End of Time. Oh, and the next Doctor. Yeah. I'd say. Uh, Wait, yeah, do you think this is, is the best? Oh, maybe. I'd I say... don't know, actually. I'll have to go back and watch the other ones. I'd say either Voyage of the Damned it... or the next Doctor, after rewatching them like quite recently. It's, it's better than the End of Time. Next Doctor, uh I, I don't know. I thought the end That's my conclusive opinion. I thought okay. the end of time was um, Boxing Day and New Year's Day. No, no it was Christmas Day and uh, New Year's Day. All right. And it was also... I don't I don't like it. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, how dare you. Oh, how dare it I... It does get a bit self-wanky at the off. end. You, yeah, you, yeah, you've absolutely. defeated me, Dan. I'm, I'm going. He's walking off. I'll see you in a bit. Um, He's actually going for a piss. He's he's turned his light. He's actually left. For he not back. not he sat back down in his chair. That I'm sure <laughs> um, Dan, what did you think? Is he still here? Have we oh, lost Dan? 
Is it just you? Is it just me and you, Cameron? Now I don't know. But um, are we going to have to? We're going to have to hold this. Time. Um, yeah, I didn't. I was looking forward to this. Um, it is a good episode. I think the next Doctor is possibly a stronger Christmas special. I guess yeah, probably. Not to be mean to the companions, but Paul, stop breathing into your microphone. <laughs> I really like it when David Tennant gets the chance to go off on his own and be the Doctor and you don't seem like confined, I think is a word to use in yeah. this point. I suppose, yeah, you could, this really is, in a way, it's quite a Doctor-like story. Yeah. He spends most of it in bed, really. Yeah. Yeah. Where has, where has Dan gone, actually? Are we still recording? Is Dan still here? Has Dan disappeared? Well, very quickly then. Where does this rank? Where does this rank in terms of post-regeneration episodes for you? Um, 11th Hour is still the best one. Because I'd say this is a great episode, but in terms of post-regeneration, there's not much post-regeneration in it. You know, like it's on the last 10 minutes. So, it's better like, than Deep Breath. Definitely. I'd say it's Deep Breath. This is worse to best. Deep Breath, The Christmas Invasion, The Woman Who Fell to Earth, and The Eleventh Hour. I might, yeah, probably mix it around the middle there, but I, uh, yeah, I'd probably agree there. I feel like even if, even if you don't like The Woman Who Fell to Earth much, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, on it's it's a it's a solid story, I'd say. Shows this, but there's more going on in the woman who fell to earth compared to this. Woman it's who fell to earth has to set up a lot more. Yeah, and it, it has and to set up the Doctor, the companions, the story arcs. This one is just yeah. the Doctor. Yeah, and again, uh, yeah, Eleventh Hour is new show direction, new Doctor, new companions, mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, Eleventh Hour does so much in that in its runtime. And Moffat said and then he didn't even think the... of a villain when he done that. He just tacked it on the end, basically. Like, <laughs> he he basically came up with the plot and wrote the scenes, and then went, "Oh, I'll just put this villain in," and and threaded it through all the scenes. And he said that during the watch along or something, and everyone was hmm. like, "That's like an amazing villain." And yeah, he... and then uh, just to go back to it again, deep breath. Only a new doctor, so maybe that's the trend here. Mm-hmm. If you have a regeneration, you have to do everything. I reckon. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I, but this does do a lot. Like it does it does fucking more than deep breath. Like th- this sets up, especially the last when the doctor's actually there. So I'd say, in obviously, Matt Smith has a whole episode in the eleventh hour to set himself up, mm-hmm. and then David Tennant does it in like ten minutes. Yeah, which is yeah, he really he was in it more, but the, what he does do in those ten minutes is phenomenal. Like in terms of character, like Russell just it's really like like when he when he turns to it, really he's just bam, he's a doctor. Yeah, like in in that that bit right at the end. Um, I quite like I... It with, um hindsight because obviously in this bit the doctor is in that last ten minutes. What kind of a man I am? Am I a good man? A bad man? A handsome warrior and then we get capaldi's last sort of bit and it's like am i a good man clara and it takes him 
ages to work out what kind of a man he is. David Tennant mm. does it in ten minutes. <laughs> uh, in his pajamas. Uh, also, I answers. I don't know. You, you've only known him for fucking. You've only been across his whole his whole time stream, Clara. I'm, Dan's been away for so long now, and he's not responded to the messages. I'm willing to bet there's a good chance his computer has uh, shut itself and we've lost the recording. Uh, I was going to ring him then, but I don't have his number. But we're, we're going to keep talking anyway. Um, it's a good episode. Uh, well, I, I, it's not without his issues, though. Um, it, that, I think one of the bits that does grate me a lot about this episode is um, there was a lot of the runtime dedicated to just Rose going, Oh, he's not the Doctor anymore! A bit oh, like Clara in Deep Breath, where she's like, oh, You're back there! Dan's back! He's been sat there this entire time. I've not had to take a phone call, sorry about that. But yeah, um, <laughs> okay. are we still I hate, recording? I hate that bit. Yeah, when Clara gets upset because she can't, she she's not attracted to him anymore. It's like, yeah. oh, I yeah. hate but that's not the Christmas then, invasion. So let's talk. Then about that, that bit where she, where she's where he's like, oh, I'm not your boyfriend, Clara, and she's like, I never said you were. And you're no. like, oh, really, Clara? Can we can we Did just mention not? the fact that she hates how he's got a different face, yet she's met all of them in his time stream? Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> yeah, but does she about? remember that? I don't think she remembers. What the fuck is then what's the point? No, oh, Christ, let's it, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm, not, I'm not trying to like justify the name of the doctor, but I'm pretty sure it's like she jumps in and then like everything's, she like gets like versions of stuff that split off, but she doesn't have those memories of those. No, but when she. Fracture Clara's. When she, no, but she sees them all running past her. And then when she meets the war doctor in Day of the Doctor, she's like, oh, that's the you that you don't talk about. And she knows who the 10th Doctor is when he appears. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> How come she doesn't have the memory, but the water had the memory of the onion juice in it? What? Or whatever the fuck so, the hippies um... believe in that. What? What? The water? Water has memory, apparently. From the pilot, is this? No, this is actual water in real life. Oh shit, what if I don't have uh, real life yeah, water, water has memory. <laughs> has memory and it can remember everything that's ever been in that single drop of water. So like orange juice, apple juice, onion and and all that dinosaur shit, shit as well. And while you're and here while you're here, can I interest you in my pyramid scheme? Uh, would you like to join? <laughs> yes, that sort of thing. Wonderful. Um, um Yeah, so I yeah, it it just great me that a lot of the time is spent of just Rose going Oh, I don't know. He's that's not the doctor. He's not here anymore. He's um, not. A, he's not a forty-year-old man anymore. <laughs> he's a thirty-year-old man instead. It's weird how um, much younger he looks, considering he's like five years younger. Can I uh, bring up a friggin'? Oh no! I've already, I think I've already brought it up on the podcast before, but this is the best time to bring it up. Go on. Um. This is, uh, I can't follow life. I think it was Kevin Scott who wrote, he's done a few of the Ninth Doctor comics. Um, he has said on a, on a podcast called Nine is Ten, which you should check out, it's very good. It's all about series one. Um, he's, he's said that the Tenth Doctor, his face and his um, kind of character and the, and the whole space boyfriendiness of him is a reaction to Rose and Captain Jack. Uh, in that 
Ah. So it's, it's the idea that the the ninth Doctor saw Captain Jack. Think about it. You know, fancy hair, long coat, bit of an attitude, mm-hmm. uh, visually younger, like younger looking, uh, and a bit more, a bit more energetic, um, a bit more flirty as well. Um, and he saw that, and I think it affected his regeneration going into ten. So that kind of explains why he's so perfect for Rose. It's just, mm. it's not like officially, you know. Obviously, they cast yeah, David Tennant it's... because it's David Tennant. It's not because yeah. they were thinking of that. It's just a nice Speaking little bit of. of... Tap. It's definitely of like a oh. rec content thing. Come, come. Oh, um, did you see that video going around this week of John Barrowman speaking in a Scottish accent? Because that no. knocked me for six. Like, I, no, because I I've seen him in a Scottish accent before. When? Many a times when Literally he's done it on TV. Whenever he's not on Doctor Who. Yeah. What? No, because on When I'm he's not, doing I'm interviews, he goes Scottish quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, right. That, that's this morning, Lorraine, Loose Women. Yeah, it, was on, it was on Lorraine. But, like, in I'm a Celebrity yeah. and um, Strictly or whatever, he was on Dancing on Ice. He's, he talks American as well. Whenever Even he's on Lorraine, he goes Scottish. I love the way Lorraine yeah, it was, says, it was, it was on Lorraine where he went Scottish, and I was like, wow. Just, yeah, he, he he does it quite a lot, actually. I was like, is his American thing fake? Like, his American accent is as fake as Sandy Toxvig's British accent. Mm-hmm. Tand- Sandy Toxvig's not British. No, yeah. Let's not go exactly. down this rabbit hole. What? We'll go into this later, though. Um, um, I've I've noticed the the having with this episode is kind of this. Not the Christmas Invasion, I mean episode 16 of the podcast. Uh, having had a segment where Paul wasn't there, and now a bit where Paul is here, <laughs> I've noticed that the segment where Paul is here is a lot more chaotic and talky over it. Um, but that's just a little... Ob- that is a, that's a real... That makes sense. That so makes I don't, sense. Yeah. As long as Cameron talks over people the most. I don't think that's true. I don't think he does. I think his connection's just so delayed that he doesn't pick up on us talking in response to him. That might be it. There yeah. you go. It took him that long to respond. I just noticed it before. Uh, Christmas invasion, then. Christmas invasion. Yeah. What do we think of the Sycorax? Very cool. Very cool. Bohemian love... Rhapsody, am I right? I, I love... Yeah, I was thinking that must yeah. have been on purpose. Have you seen the blooper? Where they, where I, have, they I, I might have actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. we spoke about it. On it's this a, show. the I've seen two bloopers with that. One where someone in the background is singing, and one where the the one at the back falls off his box. <laughs> like because they look up a bit, he looks back and he ends up falling backwards off his box. And if I've not seen that, I have no idea where I've just got that memory from. <laughs> they are a little bit placeholdery. Um. Because the the episode really isn't about the Sycorax, it's about them dealing with a, like a generic alien threat. Yeah. As opposed to the the Sycorax being like a very interesting. I really. The, like the, the, the... I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, what's this? This is Karen Gillan's just gone live on Instagram, so I'm watching that. Carry on. <laughs> instead, you're just you're just watching that instead of the book. Have we got anything we want to say to Karen Gillan? Um, hello, Karen. Gillen. Come on this podcast, please. There's so the many, there's, oh my god, the numbers are just growing. There's so many people, I can't get a word in edgeways. <laughs> someone, um, said, someone said, do you miss Rory? Are they aware that she's an actress? 
No, oh, oh, not, a, not she's not Pond. the fictional character Amy Pond. Yeah, who, who was her model? Um, I'd actually like to see the <laughs> yeah. Sycorax return. Like they're one of yeah, the like, things that I do want to see return. I'm fleshed out a bit more. Also, like this ship has just been blown up by Earth, and you are a warrior race. Why has not an armada turned up yet? No, they were they were scavengers though, weren't they? It says in yeah, the I think episode, that was that I mentioned that. It says in the episode that they're like the last ones and they're like scavenging to survive and that's why they've come to the earth. And then they they blow the ship up and they're all gone then. No, because we have seen Sycorax scenes in like passing in like that bar that Jack hands out at and stuff. Well yeah, that's, like, well, that's yeah, like, they're, they're not like the last they're not the last of the Sycorax, but it's not every one of them, they'll be like maybe one went to R I'll go here instead actually. But there's not like another armada or anything, but like just like mm. there's a couple in the Pandorica, but that's also like a historical one, so that's thousands yeah. of years ago. And then there's uh, a seventh doctor one, but that's obviously Seth earlier as well. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely a like just a generic. Yeah. Oh, we're coming to enslave you. Oh, we, we, uh, we'll get you. I like the aesthetics of the the their ship as like a big rock. Yeah. Yes. Um. And the like the skeletal masks. And then yeah. the is it an exoskeleton they have? Yeah. It seems to be because the the flesh yeah. seems to like. The muscle is under the bone. Yeah, yeah. It's very raw. Raw. Yeah. I can understand why all of the others, apart from that main one, had masks on. Mm-hmm. I I imagine it's to, it's because the uh, prosthetics were very expensive. And yeah. they can only afford to do it to one guy. So yeah, everyone... that is why the Ood all wear overalls, and they only have the face. Uh, it's why the the, the uh, Silurians rarely take off their masks, apart from the lead actors. Yeah. Um... That's what I call music. <laughs> 93. 93 um, specifically. There's any, some quite good songs from 93 that you know. Any so songs? What? No. From 1993. Do you know one single song from 1993? Uh, when did Blur's albums come out? Uh, if I had to choose a few, I would say probably Come Undone by Duran Duran, another sad love song by Tony Braxton. That's the way love goes by Janet Jackson. That's a good one. <laughs> knocking knocking da boots from H-Town. That's a good one. More Duran Duran with Ordinary uh, World. If I had you no were already one. looking at this album, weren't you? So, that's clearly the joke, Paul. No, Creep by Radiohead. In... That's 93, isn't it? Uh, oh, episode. Modern Life is Rubbish came out in 1993. That's a great album. That's one of Blur's best ones. That, that's a show by Dave Gorman. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, songs from 1993. Doctor Who, so, not 1993. I want to talk about Blur's Listen, seminal album, Modern Life. Yeah, let's move on. Disarmed by the Smashing Pumpkins. I wonder what they um, think of the current Modern Life. Is it still rubbish? Is it worse? For Tomorrow by Blur. That's a good one. Um... So, Big Ben is in scaffolding. Yeah, I noticed that as well. That was a nice little detail. Yeah, which I really like. Apparently, he wanted to destroy it again, which I now <laughs> want to happen, and it's like, in the scaffolding... Every single time it gets destroyed. Just want, like, yeah. some worker to be in Parliament Square, just like, with his uh, flask or something, and he's like the security guard, and it's just like, AGAIN! It's like yeah. they, they've just put the finish, they're just cleaning it again. Yeah. <laughs> just it's just down completely. I'd uh, I'd do anything like, for love, meatloaf. Like um, but I won't do that. Yeah. Like, like for, um, but, oh, what what are you asking them to do then, man? You sketchy, man. Um, 
It's, I don't want to find like, Tina Turner. It could have been like the blue car from Mr. Bean, where it just gets destroyed all the time. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, yeah. heart-shaped box and Nirvana. Shut up, son. Uh, yeah. Um, and it must. Do you know, Joe, who's a bit of a creep by Radiohead in this. Probably Tony episode. Braxton when he released Breathe Again in 1993. And your uncle Helen, or the general bloke. Um, I don't have an answer to that question. Um. I don't know what he said. I just wanted to say creep by Radiohead. Um, um, there's just no I have limit a question for you about this episode. Go on, Cameron. Have a, ask your question. Have you ever seen Scooby-Doo? I'm joking. Harriet Jones, uh, Harriet Jones, former MP Flydown or former yes, we know who Prime you Minister. Let me know who she is. Her assistant. Is he a civil servant or does he work for UNIT because it's just like, oh, we need this and he just walks off and gets it as if this is oh, his yeah, office. He's a little bitch boy. He seems um, to be a unit member, yet he's not dressed as a unit person. He's dressed as a civil servant assistant. Yeah, he, he seems to be. For, yeah, for a civil servant, he's very good at deciphering messages. Yeah. Do you know what I find unbelievable in this episode? Is it the aliens? Because that, that doesn't happen in real life, does it? it? It's, 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 it's Death Star laser. It's just Is when it he the ma- Time Lord? Is it the lack of 1993 ma- songs? It's when he rocks up and he goes, right, so I've already translated everything you say, and you're like, how? Where would you start? Unit? Well, he he watches the film. That's a good point. An archive. Alien artifacts and languages that they've met. Also. Yep, they've never met the Sidrox. But they can work it out from other things, like Um, how you can work out Polish from German. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen the film Arrival, Paul? You cannot work work out Sikorak from Martian. How do you fucking know? It's not real. Because they're not, None not of even this... from the same galaxy. This so isn't what's... real, How Paul? do you know? Because they're not... told where the Sikorak planet is. Sikorak's not, not real. It's not in our solar system. How do you know? It's they not in could any solar system. Because it's and not it's real. Just, in their own tongue, it, Venus is called Sikorak. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I did. I did enjoy the line. Uh, what was it? It's like oh, when, when when the the head of the Gwenaway one was like, "Oh, so they're not Martians?" He's like, "No, Martians look completely different." Yeah, um, I did quite like that. But I don't think you have ever met Martian. Have they? Have they never met the Ice Warriors? No, the Ice Warriors haven't been to Earth. I don't think. Yeah, but not, in the, say... not in the show, at least. Uh, yeah, but that's why, that's why the unit member asks if they are Martians, because they don't know what they look like. And no, it's just not... No, it's, it's, not, it's not the unit guy. It, it's it's oh. the Daniel Llewellyn, the scientist yeah. bloke who's a civilian. Lovely oh, right. Welsh, well, that's Lovely what Welsh every, guy. That's what everyone says, like when Donna calls the, the, the doctor a Martian. It's just yeah. something people yeah. say. Yeah. You alright there, Dan? You yeah, seem really to like have a... Christmas invasion. <laughs> Um, talk, talk about it then. Did anyone else notice as well the um sort of character development for Harriet Jones is well apart from her assistant being weird. Whenever she's talking to someone, she asks their name just to make sure she remembers their name. Oh, that's nice. She's a nice person. She's not so, a No, she's Labour. But um De- in yeah. World War Three there's the per- there's the um assistant who dies and it's like 
oh, what was he called? And it's like, oh, I never got his name. And it, it shows oh. that she still feels from that. So she makes sure she gets everyone's name. Oh, I really like that. Um, I'm sorry, just to backtrack a minute there. I, I, sorry, what did you say then? I don't know why you said that she's Labour when clearly Doctor Who has never been political up until 2018. <laughs> She says she's not one of the Blair babes. There's no politics that's in this just, show. That's just a that's just a band that was around at the time. They released a hit in 1993. From you know, <laughs> no, Tony Blair took a bunch of women on his front benches so he could look at their tits. Oh, did he? Yes. Well, yeah, he's not a good person, Paul. That's very um, rapey of him. But I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd expect not unless from a Tory. I'll be honest. Uh Paul, do you know who Tony Blair is? Oh no, he's he's Labour, isn't he? Yeah, do you know what else? Always he is? get those two mixed up. Yeah, they're very similar. Aren't they? They're quite, right. they're just so quite easy to. Uh... Well, I was just. I was, this was before my time. This I'm not that old. No, it wasn't. No, it's not. What? I was. Tony Blair in... stopped being the prime minister in 2005. Then I was not big into politics in 2005. No, no, because Gordon Gordon Brown. No, took Gordon, oh, Brown, you know what else yeah. happened in 2005? The Christmas invasion. Please, yeah. Just talk about the Christmas <laughs> yeah. Invasion. Sorry. Well, I just assumed, because you said that she was Labour, and she said she's not one of Blair's babes. No, I just but it was nonsense yeah. anyway, because like we said, Doctor Who was non-political back then. There's no politics in it. Yeah. It's never been political. 2018 Most is when it all started, and anyway. has ruined my show. But... Um... <laughs> Stay but hurt. Yeah, no, Russell T. Davis would never put a politician in a show that you're meant to at least slightly sympathise and make them a Tory. Yeah. Um, David Tennant must have been uncomfortable having to lie on the floor of the TARDIS, so Because that was metal great. Yeah, it does look uncomfortable, doesn't it? It looked like a very uncomfortable floor to have to lie on for an extended period of time. Mm. Well, to be fair, he did pass out on it, so he didn't have a choice. I think we mean the actor, not the character. Alright, here's a yeah. question for you. You can have... Your, your bedroom can even be bigger on the inside. Like, you walk in and it is that console room. Doesn't work or anything. It just looks cool and has all the sounds and lights. But <laughs> you don't get a bed. You have to sleep on the floor. Would you accept it? Yep. Well, he's got a chair. Yeah, I could sleep on the chair. Yeah. I'd I'd sleep that, on that. Weird. I'd sleep on that thing that that the ninth doctor uses, and I think they got rid of it. It's that big walkway around the side. You only see it in Boomtown, I think. If I just blow the your mind, you said, do you not no, know? No. No, no, um, it's in Blink, isn't it? That's where the security message plays from. Oh, is it in Blink as well? I think yeah. I think one of the security messages like plays. I know it's in Boomtown because he's on like he's kind of fixing something up there as well, and that's when I first. I don't know. I don't know if what? anyone's on. No, Jackie's on it in um, Army of the Ghost. Jackie's yes, sat up there. There is yes. that blimp there though, but that looks like it's the same floor as the lower level. Oh, while we're on the subject of the TARDIS and its interior design, um. Yeah. The that big spiral staircase in the middle, that room there where it's got all the costumes. Why did we yes. never see anything like that again? Because that was the coolest shot in the whole episode. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah, it's also it, it, the first time that a room other than the console room has been seen in modern Who. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, it's a shame we don't see more of the there's, Tardis. There's more. also, I know this is probably come up in trivia. There's a bunch of like past Doctors outfits around there, but also there's his costume from Casanova. Yes, I yeah, know. And, uh, there's, there's, a, there's also a Harry, a Harry Potter, Potter uniform. Yes, there we go. There I'm sorry! Sorry, Cameron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for stepping on your toes. Do you think Harriet Jones is 
liber- do you reckon there's a, an, a, a, like a completely a, a Labour Party that just exists in Doctor Who? Doctor Who isn't political. Shut up, Dan. Oh, it's never been you, political. What are, you, what are you trying to say? What, what do you so, mean? Do you know the way we have like Labour and Tories and Green Party and all that? Yeah, I'm aware reckon, of the... the reckon there's yeah, just an extra one there. in Doctor Who. Like, what do you uh, mean? So, like, just an, like one completely made up in the show. I don't know. Yeah, like, I think all of it's made up and it's for escapism. Yeah. So, like, there's still Labour and Tory and all that, and then there's an extra yeah. one that Harriet Jones was in. And no, the... Harriet Jones is a Labour... But she says she's not... Yeah, Tony Blair. No, it no, means she's the... part of the Labour Party, but she's not specifically one of the Blair. Right, that, that's where I, that's why I thought he was a Tory because you said he was part of the Labour no, Party. No, said he but... she went with Tony Blair. Harold Saxon was an independent prime minister. Can I just say yeah, for this podcast, we've said the word Tory too many times. Oh, D- yeah, because we've said the word Tory too many times. Yeah, um, should never be awesome. I feel a bit sick. So what I, did everyone think I feel of... like I've been non-stuff, personally. Uh, Rosa's really. speech to the Sycorax. Oh, well, she just names a bunch yeah. of things from Series yes. 1. Yes, and at one point she just goes, Oh, and the Daleks! And yeah. the Daleks! <laughs> it's, quite, it's pretty cute. I think the only other companion that could goes, do that and, and, point and, be, at him. and just as funny would probably be Amy. So Because, yeah. yeah. like, the, one of the things... Is it, yeah, it's Flatline, isn't it, where Clara pretends to be the Doctor for a bit. Yeah. I've always mm. thought that I'd enjoy that episode so much more if it was Rose or Amy, because they'd just be ten times funnier, even Donna. Yeah, Donna would cause... fully ham it up. Yeah. Yeah, she'd I really she'd, she'd overplay it to the point but... where no one believes her. Donna does at one point, doesn't she? I think very you, briefly. Are you, are you referring to Dr. Donna? No, no, um... I'm sure there's an episode where she just, like, someone... She just pretends to be the Doctor and he's like, oh, stop it. No, it won't be, like, flatline, though. Like, that kind of level. Or, or like, Rose does here, where she, like, really takes charge. just, like... For a scene, she tells someone her name's the Doctor or something. (laughs) And he... I might might just be thinking of Missy. It does ring a bell. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I can't think of the episode, but I don't know. You're not a true fan, then, are you? (laughs) It'll come to you when we finish recording. Literally, it might not even exist, so. Yeah. Here we go, that's the end of that one. That's the end of that one. I think we've gone back to it, like how David Tennant does everything in ten minutes, but those ten minutes are the best ten minutes of the episode. Yes. We have to just sit through the rest of it first. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've got more notes about like that last ten minute period than I have the rest of the episode. <laughs> Uh, the uh, bit where he quotes the Lion King, that's such a good bit. Yes. Uh, are we just gonna, is the rest of this now just gonna be, oh, uh, the, the bit where the th- he does that, and that's good. And there's um, the bit where he does the thing, and that's also Possibly, but, um. Yeah. How many yeah. views do we get, Cameron? Yeah, go on, Cameron. Um, I've just got a few bits about, like, the fight scene, how it, it's very low-angle shots, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, low-angle shots. Uh, uh, they do that a lot like in, uh... touching the sword and then running away. I've noticed they the do sword. a lot of that in Torchwood as well. They get, a, like, a, a car park, an empty car park, and they'll shoot a scene in it, and they'll do it in a certain way so that they try and make it look as good as possible. Do you know yeah. that Sometimes it really shot, works. The one shot in the first episode of Torchwood where Jack's on a building like Batman. Yeah. And the camera yeah. just pans around them. Like, freeze. Oh, that is shit. <laughs> um, and then when he gets his hand cut off, bye-bye hand, we'll see you like 
20 episodes later. Russell plans so far. <laughs> oh, that, I, how far could... How, how much of that could he actually so planned at in, that point? In the 2006 annual, which was about series one, he mentions yeah. that somewhere you in the alone. universe there's like yeah. a war like in cave paintings or something that you can't really see. And there's one lone survivor and it says underneath it, you are not alone. And then yeah. he brought off the back in series fucking three. I think a lot of the ideas he had, he had when he was writing the Virgin New Adventures, didn't he? I reckon yeah. what happened was like I think... he came up with more than one arc before he took the job. I think so that he yeah. knew he could what he did as well was he was quite good at leaving stuff on a loose end in a satisfying way, while as Moffat yeah, yeah. did the complete opposite and tried to over-explain everything and ended up contradicting himself or getting himself into mm. a, a deeper hole, and it was like, this isn't, this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the difference but, um, between them. And one of yeah, them is very he, grumpy. When he loses his hand, and then he stands up and it regrows, and the secret says witchcraft and looks a bit scared, and then he's like, no, Time Lord, he looks more scared, which I yeah. quite like, <laughs> adding that layer to the Time Lords of, they're yeah. now known, instead of bringers of peace and keepers of the laws of time, they're now this horrible warriors oh, that will kill you. so well. Yeah. Like, fleshing out Gallifrey and Time Lords and stuff. And So then when we do see him, it's like, oh my god, this is serious. They've, and really, then... they've gotten quite cheap over the years, I think. Yeah. And then the bit where it's like, no more second chances, I'm that sort of man. He goes on to give a lot more second, third, and fourth chances to people. <laughs> yeah, but the, there's loads of times where he also doesn't as well. Yeah, I, blame, I reckon I he gives more second and third like, chances than he does not. I blame it on him still being in his cycle and like still being part of his regeneration. He's not quite sure who he is yet. He's just trying to yeah. say something cool. Yeah. Yeah. And before I give you the rest of my trivia... It is confirmed that Arthur Dent exists in the Doctor Who universe as an actual person and not a book <laughs> character. What? Because I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Him, so yeah. he goes, "Ah, oh, I did all of this in my pajamas. Very Arthur Dent of me. Nice bloke, him." Yeah. <laughs> Meaning oh. those books are Doctor Who characters. I, I remember that. Funny you should say that. In the newest edition, Russell T Davies wrote the foreword. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's a very good forward as well. Yes, um, so the bits of trivia that I got. I did write down how many have watched it. 9.4 oh, million views. Nope. Oh. An original transmission. It, it says 9.8 million views. Oh. Well, I've read 9.4, so fuck yeah. Um, it is the first time oh, a at, TV... At the peak it was 9.8, but the average... Was nine point four. Sorry. Thank yeah. you for clarifying. Go on. Sorry, sorry, Cameron. It is the first time a TV drama was allowed to film on top of the Tower of London. So all oh. of the other filming on that roof beforehand had been documentaries do and stuff. When all the people from Unit go and stand at the top of the building. Yes. Is that on the Tower of London. Oh, That's no. the actual yeah. Tower of London. Wait, yeah. I thought, I thought that was just an office building. No, no, no. You know, at the start when they go. When the car pulls up in front of the Tower of London and they walk into the I, Tower of London. I thought you meant when they were jumping off the building. No, when the unit employees are at the right. top of the building. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that specifically. Um, opening shot is a repeat of Rose. We've said that down at the start. Mm -hmm. Shall we? This is the first Christmas special in all of Doctor Who as well. 
Yeah, that's Apart from the Feast of Stephen, that kind of counts. No, no, first that is specific. a Christmas episode. Yes, yeah, it's like specifically Christmas specific episode. Because there's the Feast of Stephen, which aired on Christmas Day in whatever year that was. 1964 or 5, I want to say. Yeah, it weren't Because it's the only one that can be. But that, that, that fourth wall break in that is better than the whole of the Christmas invasion in my mind. Yeah, and it <laughs> has a so fourth wall break by... The first Doctor. It features the Daleks. You know they told like him my... not to. They said. They <laughs> he just said. Did it anyway. He said, "I want to turn to the camera and say Merry Christmas to the kiddies at home. That'll be great. Yeah, I'll do that." And they're like, "No, no, come on. We've got to finish the scene. We're running on. We've got tight schedules. You know what it's like. Let's just do this take. Don't fluff your lines. For God's sake, just get on with it." And they had it rolling. He just fucking snuck that in at the end. He was like, <laughs> "Merry Christmas to you two at home." And I just thought, imagine being yeah, it, a kid also got... back then it's and weird. seeing that. That episode's got the Red Lin Monkey as well. It's weird in 1963 that they wanted to preserve the canon and not have fourth wall breaks. Yeah. Um, It was just a case of him sticking to the script, because if he wandered off, they might ruin the tape to go back Mm -hmm. and, you know, what it's like. But, yeah, uh, Feast of Stephen, it's unfortunately a lost episode as well, so we can't talk about it properly. Yeah, we just got the audio from some of it, I think. Um, The... A prototype of the Sycorax sword was auctioned on eBay for Great Ormond Street Hospital and raised £920.51. pence. you'd think it'd raise more than that, like. Well, it is a... It's only sword. a sword. Yeah. Yeah, but um, still. Not even a proper prop, actually, so yeah. Never mind. The script for this was written by Russell T. Davies for... No way. <laughs> no, shut up. For the ninth Doctor character, not ten... So then, why was the ninth Doctor not going to be on it? Because he quit. No, no let him finish the fact. Let me finish the fact. So then, when David Tennant was reading it, the tenth Doctor's characterization came from David Tennant and not Russell T Davies's written lines. So David Tennant can show through it more. That is interesting. No. Yeah. Yes, you can go to the toilet. I meant like, um, <laughs> if it was written for the ninth Doctor, why was he asleep for all of it? Not why was no. No, the the lines that the tenth Doctor has yeah. were written for the ninth Doctor. Like they're, in the scripts, written... they said ninth Doctor. No, I know. Yeah, no, no, they're, his they're realization of it. Yeah, I mean in so the, the episode, like if it because it was gonna have the ninth Doctor. No, it, no, it was. Not, it was never. It's gonna not have... the ninth Doctor, Christopher Eccleston. It's the ninth Doctor character. It's the characterization that the lines have. So it's like. How Christopher right. Eccleston delivers the lines is how they are written in the script. Yeah. So the, when the David line... gets them, he does his own little... Yeah. Whatever yeah. The lines were written with Christopher Eccleston in mind, with his characterization in mind, so that David Tennant could add his own spin to it. Yeah, and the on paper, it's still the same person. Yeah. But... I, I yeah. thought you meant, like, because originally, like, before the new... No. The regeneration, I thought you meant he wrote it for the ninth Doctor, and I was confused no. why he was asleep for the whole thing if it's still the ninth Doctor. Before he quit, they probably thought that they would be able to get round to doing like series yeah. two with him, but yeah, I guess not. Uh, this what is the today? first episode of the revival to have the Doctor credited as the Doctor, as opposed to Doctor Who, which was a request by David Tennant as well for that mm-hmm. to happen. Um, Big and, nerd that he is. <laughs> yeah. His name is both, though. I love it when yeah. Capaldi calls it, when he says that I play Doctor Who. Like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Baker says it as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah in uh, fact, he says, out of time I think him and Sylvester say, I love having played a Doctor Who. 
That's the way he phrases it. He's yeah. Like, yeah, I played someone, a doctor. Um, like a James someone Bond. Told me, someone told me the other day that Sylvester McCoy pronounces Daleks as Daleks. No, I think I think says, that's his dialect. Yeah, yeah. In remembrance, he says Dalek like that. It's like it's oh. but um, yeah, the out of time interviews with David Tennant and Tom Baker. It's like David Tennant's there, and it's like I play the Doctor or the tenth Doctor to be more precise. And Tom Baker's there, and it's just like, hello, Doctor Who here. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, BBC yeah, TV is all... the Doctor Who. Yeah, with the credits as well in this, it is the first episode where the actors are credited in order of their significance to the plot and not their appearance in it. Which is what they've done in ah. Series 1. And it also is the first episode to use the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. Yes. And now over to Paul to read out some random twat's thoughts on the episode. Take that, Ed! So, <laughs> Wash your first, mouth out. First up today on Ed's thoughts is Cameron's Ed. cousin. <laughs> Does he want to replace Cameron, Cameron now on the podcast? A, a random twat <laughs> indeed. No. <laughs> I've um, called him worth it fine. No, I, I don't. He's not He's not first. I'll read some more. <laughs> so, first on Ed's thoughts is Matthew. With, um, he says, The Christmas Invasion is an interesting introduction to the Doctor, showing yes. Russell's nature and imagi- of, of reimagination. Yes. With the... <laughs> With the series. Yes. It fits well as a Christmas episode. <laughs> Having fun concept. <laughs> the second accent is especially interest villain. Yes. Designed very well. <laughs> that was it. That, that was the whole message. Thank Wonderful. you. Um, we, all, um, we also put out a um, uh, post on the Facebook group. They got Pint Broadcasting Galfrey Makes group. Yeah, from people's got, opinions. Uh, that one as well. I've got <clears throat> this one and then. Oh, and the also I've... we have an email Cameron's that I can read out. Oh, oh yes. Oh, we're doing. Yeah, we'll get to wow. that. So, okay. Um, uh, who, who the famous section's named after? Oh, is this another person? Okay. No, I've got this one and Cameron's cousin, and then. Okay. So and then I'll, Ed... I'll read out some from the. Yeah. Paper. So Ed says. Brave to keep David Tennant in bed for the whole episode. I mean, it's basically a Doctor Light episode. Haha. <laughs> yes. Good for the first ever Christmas special, and it hits the tone that Russell T Davies was going for with the specials. Light fun, the family can watch while eating the dinner. Roses, roses good. Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, is great, and the sicker acts are very cool. Spinning Christmas tree. Little, little really? okay oh, I didn't emoji. mention the Christmas tree. Plus, early signs of the darkness of David Tennant's doctor that can sometimes be forgotten. <laughs> that's, that's Ed from Ed's Yeah. Uh, and... I after a, a few prompts, we managed to extract this thought from a Kion on the Facebook group. Kian. Kian. Cyan, like the colour. like the colour. Um... <laughs> Uh, after I asked him to be vague but also very specific, uh, it said, "It reminds me of my family, but you get no context." You completely cut out. I just cut out them. I cut out. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake! Um, which point did I cut out after? After context. It reminds me of my family. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of my family, but you get no context as to why. I would have loved it if you cut out again. <laughs> no, I would have. I would have quit the podcast at that moment. 
Wow. He also um, covered just the gif. I'm not going to yeah. say which gif. Okay. Um, should we? Should we do the emails? Just... Yeah. Well, there, well, there's a few, a few other thoughts. Sorry, from, sorry. Uh, go on, go on. I'm just excited. Look. How dare you? Um, this one from Sam. Uh, one of my favourites. Works very well on a story level and really fun introduction to the Tenth Doctor. Really sets the tone for the rest of his run. Uh, Luke says it's a decent episode all round, uh, but I think it's a little weak for introduction to a new. Uh, Darren says he's he left a longer comment, but I'm just going to read out this one. Uh, David Tennant in an oversized leather jacket always makes you chuckle. Yeah, your mic has really just Tough given up towards the end of this podcast. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's God. going on. Fucking hell. Maybe it wasn't the wire that was the issue. <laughs> You've just ordered a new wire and actually what you need is a, a new voice. We then have a comment from MJ. I really am, oh, yeah. I've just got the email. Dan's about it was one, one hell of an introduction showing me that the Doctor we were getting was going to be just as great as the previous by how he was different. And then another Eds for the Eds sports. I've got my cousin's one. Oh, I quite not, liked it. He's not an Ed. Was he's a very funny Eddie. start to the Tenant era, actually. He's an Eddie. It's, it's, it's the basis of the name Edward. No, because Ed's sports named after a specific Ed. No, it's not. I believe you'll find it. It is. Not well, anymore. It's after it's a specific Ed, but this person is also also comes under an Ed. Yeah, it's named after a specific Ed, but any Ed, any no. Ed will do. Like the Android Weber song from Joseph. Ed is irreplaceable. Let's read the email. So this we've we, uh, quite a lot actually. Every episode I've said, please email in shabocast at gmail dot com. Um, and it's I'll taken assume, yeah. 16 episodes, but we've actually got something worth reading out. Um, so this is from Flirt Finder, with an R, a bit like Grinder <laughs> and Tinder. I don't know why I said Grinder first. That's a bit suspicious. I was, I was that. Um, and it says, meet others in your area. Here you can meet new people looking for the same as you. Try it out. See profiles. I'm going to click on. It's just looking loading up my browser. The same well, I'm hoping that we might find some Doctor Who fans. Uh, it says, I am looking for women or men. Yeah. Uh, I'm... <laughs> uh, is, is there an option for both? No, there's not. It's just women or men. Oh, or neither? There's, 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 there's it... non-binary? Nope. Not See, that's, I, I, what are you clicking on there? Because I've looked at this email and it's there. It says it just says men. I'm and just, then you click no, the... I've got nothing you, else on this email. You click the drop down. And there's and no drop down. It's literally just... Women or, just women or men? There's I'm gonna nothing say I'm on my pink for... click to go to this website. One of um, those. It looks like this. Yep. Just and then you click the green thing. My age, I'm about 29 now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put my well, age in, it just took me back. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, well, no. um, Flat Finder, if you're listening, I think the uh, the server you sent in wasn't quite working. This so if you can get in, get in contact again... Yeah. Um, I'll ask at, if they uh, want to sponsor the podcast as well. Yeah. And any contact us at web. Sorry, sorry. Because you've just got to be on email nowadays. You simply have to be on email these days. It's uh, really it's the future of communication. Who thought um, when we first did this? I'm gonna out put... of all the jokes we tried to get at the running gag, this would be the one that we stuck to. <laughs> I just want a companion, please. Please oh, yeah. fix your website. I just want some ace. Oh, that's a better oh, one. Very I'll put good. that in as well. 
Very good. Um, also, oh, yeah, so you filling out this whole profile. Sponsor the show. <laughs> slash podcast. Oh. Mm-hmm. Imagine we he creates a profile with a and link to this podcast. I'll put my mobile number in there. Okay. Because, you know, Imagine if... Oh, and hopefully they get back to us. I, if I, I he does it, that. and we do then get spotted by this porn bot email account. It's not a porn bot, it's a It's, it's a, a real person, it's a like fan I said, of the show. It says, here uh, you can meet new people looking for same as you. Try it out. I'd love... What is same I, as me? I'd, well, uh, fans of Doctor Who, of course. Yeah. I'd love for um, Dan to get the um, confirmation text message back while he's with his girlfriend. <laughs> while she's borrowing my phone. Oh, wait. I just refreshed and we got another ad. It's just the same one from Flirt Finder, so I don't think the sponsorship's oh, going to work out. Don't use Flirt Finder, but instead use all good listening platforms for podcasts to listen <laughs> to other episodes of this, of the Shop Cup. And uh, we'll the catch sh- you on the next one. You can follow us on Twitter, can't you? Yes, yep, you can. I'm... Yep. Just search Dan from... You Shop can find Cast. us. And I'll be the first and only result. Don't go on our Twitter, it's useless. Uh, the Instagram's Stop. not bad, though. <laughs> but yeah, best way to contact uh, us is through email and YouTube. You, are, you should, Dan Shabokast, you are the first one that comes up. Am Shinked. I? Yeah. I thought so. Um, wonderful. Anything else? Uh, oh, what are we doing next I, week? Christmas Carol. We're Christmas Carol next week, yeah. So get your thoughts in for that, you turds. We'll read them out. Dickheads. Um, Thank you very much for listening. We love all 12 of you. Uh, 18. 18. Oh, we've gone up. Especially you right now. We've gone down. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Um, Special Um, no thanks to Flirt Finder. Piece of shit. Yeah, good. Sponsor us. Sponsor us? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. In the birth. Bye. And, and... And... Oh, I, wait, I have to do the thing manually, so hold on. <clears throat> uh, is it this? Oh.